Hey, and welcome to the Forsaken Body Podcast, a show about overcoming the tendency of Christians to focus so much on the soul that we neglect the body. I'm Lainey Greer, and today we're going to be talking about tips for holiday feasting. What does eating at Thanksgiving, at Christmas, even New Year's, what does that look like? How do we do that in a way where we enjoy what we're eating, but we also do it in a way that honors the Lord and that we don't go overboard. So Nikki, I'm really excited to talk through some of the things with this episode. It really comes from a blog post that I did a few years ago about eating around Thanksgiving. But before we get into those tips, I want to hear about what what does the DeLisi household, <laughs> um, Thanksgiving, Christmas, what is the holiday season and eating look like for you all? It's a fun time of year, right? We're, we're coming into it as we're recording this. We're kind of just starting to enter the holiday season. Um, the Delisi household is a very Italian household, to say the least. Um, what? Yes, we are! <laughs> very New York Italian. So um, a huge amount of holidays to this point are, just, are at my parents' house. Um, we actually, uh, my parents still live in the house that my dad grew up in. And so it just tends to be the main uh, gathering place for our holidays and extended family as well. We do some more traditional American things, right, for Thanksgiving and Christmas, but there's also a ton of Italian, small little Italian, Italian-American traditions in there. I mean, like, we would definitely not have um, a Thanksgiving or Christmas without, like, Italian antipasta, which is, like, amazing platter of, like meat and cheese and olives and artichokes and just all kinds of deliciousness like that. Um, (laughs) Christmas Eve usually involves some kind of or several different kinds of seafood, which is a spinoff of the Italian like seven fishes dinner. Seafood. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, we don't follow the, the full seven fishes. We never buy it by any stretch, but there's always like shrimp scampi involved and spaghetti with clam sauce. And yeah, (laughs) that's crazy different. (laughs) Isn't that nobody, a lot of people who are not Italian do not know that. I know. Um, And Thanksgiving, my dad smokes a turkey. Um, That is always, we all look forward to that. Um, but the Delisi's love food. I, I am <laughs> just going to say that right up front, including this Delisi. <laughs> yes. What about you, Lainey? <laughs> um, I mean, I think, you know, I love Christmas time, but I think Thanksgiving is my favorite. We get together in the Knoxville area for the major holidays. So Thanksgiving is the holiday that my mom hosts. And then one of my uncles hosts Christmas. And um, there's, Honestly, like at this point with my cousins that have, that are married and have kids and my siblings and everything, there's around 30 of us. Um, So we just keep growing year after year. I get tired of some of the same foods that we have year after year, but we definitely, we definitely have those staples. Thanksgiving is always, we got to have two types of turkey. My dad smokes a turkey. My uncle fries one. um, And then there's always a ham. Okay. So you do the ham. Yeah. Yeah. We do a ham. Christmas is more of a focus on a ham, which I, I hate ham. And you know, like I was vegetarian for a lot of years. So there were many years that I didn't eat any of the stuff. And actually one of them, I brought a tofurkey. (laughs) 
in <laughs> to eat. Because I was like, man, I'm tired of just eating all these sides. I want to have my own thing. And oh my gosh, that, I mean, this was years and How years ago. How did that so go over? Dave, it was, I, well, first of all, it smelled disgusting. <laughs> it looked like this lump of mush. And so, like, everybody in my family, I've always been, like, the butt of everybody's jokes for years and years. But especially these years when I didn't eat meat. But, like, I couldn't even choke down that tofurkey. It was so bad. So, even just the name, it kind of sticks me out, even still today. Uh, but... I mean, we have, you know, we've got macaroni, we always have, you know, mashed potatoes, and there's a random, we call it an Asian slaw. It's it's really good. I don't know why we call it that. I guess the, the things that are in it, um, but that doesn't seem like it would go along with Thanksgiving food, but we always have it every year. Yeah, so just kind of traditional things, I guess, like your family that makes sense to y'all. Right. Um, Oh, and deviled eggs. Don't forget the deviled eggs. My plate is usually filled with sides, though. I I don't typically have, unless it's my my dad's smoked turkey. I do. I do love that. Smoked turkey is amazing. But Lainey, like, yeah, so we, the reason why we're doing this episode is we recognize that while this time of year is often just wonderful and and it is so fun to be able to do these things and family traditions um you know very often you know there's a reason why new year's resolutions right january 1st everybody is <laughs> trying to get back into the gym making this big plan you know i mean i i see it um in the exam room all the time, you know, that holiday weight gain. Um, And so it is an issue and we definitely want to kind of address that issue and and give some tips, but um, at the same time, like still encourage people to, yeah, just love and enjoy the holidays too. And we really believe that you can do both. We think that you can have a wonderful time at the holidays and come out of it without a 15 pound weight gain. We we think you can do both. Absolutely. And gosh, like, if you saw my plate, there's probably not a ton. Well, we don't have a lot of vegetables. Let's just be real (laughs) at our Thanksgiving and Christmas meals. But um, yeah, I'm definitely enjoying the macaroni. I'm definitely enjoying the stuffing and, and desserts in there. So we're not going through this episode saying you can't enjoy the feasting that happens at Thanksgiving. Um, Just helping, helping you with some, maybe some sensible ways to enjoy that food and family time. So maybe the first thing would, you know, if you are able to go on a little walk before your Thanksgiving meal, if it's later in the day, if you're able to get a lift in, I know some families, even there are turkey, what's it called? Oh, the, the, the races that happen? Are they turkey the Turkey trot. Yep. It's usually yes. a 5k. Yep. Yeah. Some of those happen on Thanksgiving. So that could be a fun family tradition, you know, get in your turkey trot earlier in the day and then go and, you know, refuel with a good Thanksgiving dinner after. Yeah. Burning extra calories before your Thanksgiving meal though. That That's a good way to kind of counteract some of the calories and excess calories you may be taking in later. And for the record, it will make that meal taste that much more delicious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and kind of tying into that along that same, you know, so doing it on the day, um, obviously is, is great. And, and in the short term, yeah, you, you will kind of get those calories burning and, and just enjoy that meal so much more. But, you know, 
really the holidays, again, being being a season, you know, really those six weeks to two months kind of from, from Halloween to Christmas, and you're getting together with family at different points in time, then just really incorporating physical activity into your family time. You know, if you live in the north and there is snow, you know, get out there, hike some hills and go sledding. You know, if, if you live in the weather's warmer, go for, you know, a good hike. Um, and, and it doesn't necessarily, again, that may or may not be on the day. But if you're incorporating that just into your, your time together as a family, I know, like when we all get together in New York, my brother and I will make it a point to go on a run together a couple different times, you know, whether or not it's on that exact day, it may or may not be, we'll go up to Bear Mountain and, and, go on a hike and, and just incorporating physical activity into that family time. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I think another thing that could be helpful is, you know, drinking some water before you know you're about to sit down. This can help anytime, help you if you're prone to overeat. But that way you just feel a little bit more full and maybe whereas normally you would go back for thirds, maybe if you've had a glass or two of water before, you're just going to go back for seconds and think, okay, I'm, I think I'm pretty good. Just something simple, but, and, and definitely water, not tea or Coke, because then you're getting in the extra calories there from that sugar. For sure. Yeah. I, I tell my patients that, um, frequently, um, when we start to talk about, uh, weight loss is one of the first things I encourage them to do is just increase their water intake. Yeah. What's another one, Nikki? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's it's funny. We we mentioned uh, the turkey trot race. And <laughs> if you go to Lainey's blog, you will see that one of the things she said was the turkey will not trot off your plate. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And, and one thing she was encouraging to do, and, and again, this is a conversation that I have with my patients frequently, is, is just so, slow down a little bit um, mm-hmm. as you're eating eating, um, you know, scarfing down the food isn't going to make it taste any better. Um, it's not going to make you enjoy the meal more of anything. It'll probably make you enjoy it less. And we kind of call that mindfulness. And you'll, you'll hear me throw that term in from time to time quite a bit over this podcast, but just, just being mindful, um, and kind of being in that present moment and, and just, okay, let me just slow down (laughs) one bite at the time. Let me actually finish chewing and swallowing one bite before I take the next. And that, that is something part of that strategy just to not overindulge too too much yeah and I think one thing that can help with that too Nikki is just like you know if if Thanksgiving is only about the food for you which maybe it is then okay but you know if you can think of oh Thanksgiving is a time for me to maybe be around friends family that I haven't seen in a while catch up with them so that during that meal time you know, you're enjoying all the food that's there, but you're also slowing down to take time to enjoy the conversation that's happening at the table too. Exactly. That can be helpful for slowing down. Yeah. And the turkey will not trot off your plate. It's going to stay there. (laughs) All right. So I think something that's helpful. And again, a lot of these are kind of applicable for any time, but determining ahead of time, like how much you're going to eat, you know, I'm only going to go back for seconds you know, one time, I'm only going to have one dessert. Or if I know that, you know, my aunt 
Mabel is bringing her pecan pie or whatever, and then, you know, the pumpkin pie is going to be there, and I know there's a few desserts that I want to try, then it's, okay, well, maybe it's keeping your porcelain in, in check and not having full pieces of all these pies and cakes and things. But if you, if, you know, you're married, you tell a friend or somebody, family member, hey, I'm only going to do this, you know, eat this much, whatever, that can kind of help with some accountability there which I think is just kind of a wise way to go about. If you know you're tempted to overeat, that's a way to kind of incorporate some self-control on the front end. Absolutely, Lainey. And I think using that principle, again, for the for the day of and, and kind of going in with a little bit of a plan, I think is really applicable to the holiday season as a whole um, because you're not going to cross January 1st having gained 15 pounds based off of one Thanksgiving meal and one Christmas meal, right? But, you know, it just feels like during that that whole season, there is so much just in terms of just the amount of sweets and, and baked goods that are just available constantly throughout the course of those those weeks, the number of Christmas parties you're going to attend. Um, you know, you might have multiple Thanksgiving family dinners to attend, right? Maybe one with one side of the family on Thursday and then one on Friday and one over the weekend. And, you know, it's also getting starting to get darker earlier. The days are shorter. You're not going to be as active. But I found for myself that plan that you talked about, if I have a plan, it is going to be um, a lot easier for me to not indulge to a point where I'm starting to actually gain weight. I will definitely enjoy <laughs> the delicious food that that is there because God has given us all things richly to enjoy and we should and and feasting is one of those things that we should enjoy. But, you know, if I'm taking two or three cookies or brownies or whatever every day at work, you know, in the afternoon when it's just there and available. So for me, like a plan I made for myself um, a while back is that, you know, I just do not, I am not going to snack in the afternoon at work. Um, you know, and, and that is a, a pre plan that I've set for myself. I make sure that I eat good amount of lunch and usually, you know, something that I really like, but I've come in ahead of time determining that, that plate full of cookies, I'm just not going to touch it. And once I've made that decision, it's a lot easier to stick to it. And so that way, like when we do have our staff Christmas party, you better believe Nikki's going to be having a piece of dessert. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that's okay. I can do that because throughout the course of the week, I've been more mindful. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think that's really super practical. Um, information. And yeah, I, I couldn't imagine. I mean, when I used to work in a church, people are always bringing stuff and it's around, but yeah, especially during the holidays, tons of people make, you know, the staff cookies and cakes and bring them by. And they're just constantly sitting like in the, in the um, staff, like food area. And so you walk through and it's like, well, okay, I'll just grab this. And yeah, it happens. Um, All right. Let's see. Another one that I had down here is sometimes it's helpful for me just to consider like how, how long would I have to walk or how long would I have to run or something to burn off this, 
you know, extra helping of macaroni that I really want. Or, you know, maybe I've had four rolls and I want one more. You know, that's actually, I don't eat rolls. That's not good. Um, They've got to be like homemade. I'm not wasting my time with those like rolls that come in the tins or whatever, or the, the Pillsbury. I'm not wasting my time with that. Give me something real. Anyway, um, if you think ahead of like, well, okay, I would have to, you know, walk for 45 minutes on the treadmill to burn this off. Like, is it really worth that? For sure, Lainey. And I think, um, yeah, like you said, I think being conscious of those choices, like you said, okay, for you, right, the, the rules are not worth it. Um, you know, so for somebody else, the role might be totally worth it, but maybe something else oh, yeah. is not worth it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, I was like, okay, I, I, I chose to go ahead and indulge in this because, Ooh, I just love it. <laughs> so, so mm-hmm. maybe then I'm going to be more careful over here. Um, and, and, and choose to forego maybe that, that helping of, of this thing. Maybe I'm not a big fan of, you know, the sweet potato casserole with all the marshmallows all over it, dripping with sugar. <laughs> um, like for mm-hmm. me personally, like that's, that's not something I like as much. So, you know, it's kind of like, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna pass that one by, you know, and, and just have like a portion of like what I really love. Again, we're not saying obsess right over every little decision but but I think it can be easy to just be like okay yeah I think I'm going to I'm going to indulge in this but like indulging in this means I'm just going to be a little bit more careful here um for something that maybe doesn't mean as much to me yeah and that's that gets into another one of just you know if you do get something on your plate that's maybe not as good as you were wanting it to be it's okay not to eat it you may be worried that it may offend whoever made it or something like that, but don't torture yourself with something if it's not if it's not worth the calories. Definitely. Then just don't eat it. Most definitely. For something that you might equally enjoy, right? If you're like, okay, I have two choices here and um, I'm gonna probably enjoy them both equally, right? In that in that setting, maybe choose the healthier option. Um, so for example, yeah, like my group at the seminary, the group of ladies that I work with, and I work there uh, one day a week at the clinic there, and we'll usually do a, a Christmas party of some sort. And sometimes it's um, like a brunch that we do at the actual clinic, or, or we might go out to brunch. But in those in those cases, so I, I mean, goodness, do I love like a good piece of French toast or a Belgian waffle. Oh my word. But I, I also equally enjoy just like a good omelet, you know? And so in that case, I'm like, you know, I think I'm probably just going to go with like the omelet, right? That's got a little bit more, you know, more protein, um, not really a lot of sugar. Um, and I'm just going to kind of make that healthier choice, say at that particular event. And I know those choice, that healthier choice is going to be available to me. And I'll just choose that instead of the French toast or the Belgian waffle, which is just going to be a lot higher in like sugar and refined carbs, um, and stuff that is, that is just not going to be as, as healthy for me. Yeah, that's, that's a helpful tip as well. And something akin to that would just be, you know, putting healthier foods on your plate first Mm. when you're going through the line, 
you know, if you know, hey, you know, I, I want to get some turkey in here. Maybe there are some whole grains. I don't know that there are any at our Thanksgiving <laughs> meal or Christmas meal. I'm trying to go through in my head. Um, definitely not, I don't think. Um, but veggies, you know, at least you can put those on your plate first. And, uh, and I say that, but as I'm thinking about it, that's probably not practical because at least how it works in my family is... Again, there are 30 of us. Everything's like buffet style. So it's not like I'm going to be going over here and grabbing the turkey and then jumping back in line to get something else because inevitably I'll have a cousin push me out and say I'm cutting line or something. So that that may not be super practical, but just the thought, if you can do that. <laughs> something else is is even just having a smaller plate. So this, this is something helpful at any time. It's a good way to kind of tell your brain, like, you're having a full plate of food, um, but if it's on a smaller plate, you know, that's obviously going to cut back on the portion sizes that you get, maybe some of the choices, and just, you know, could could be something that helps you not eat quite as much. And I just have to throw in there that you mentioned uh, there not being any whole grains at your family dinners. Um, but <laughs> so for several years there, my dad um, took it upon himself, bless his heart, to cook Christmas breakfast every morning. And every year, the pancakes got progressively more healthy, which is awesome. But it was basically <laughs> ended up being <laughs> like a whole bunch of like, the craziest whole wheat flour and wheat germ and oatmeal. And they were these pancakes, like with a big mishmash of every sort of whole grain, like, and fiber you could possibly come up with. <laughs> While very healthy. <laughs> After several years, my brothers and I just kind of took over and mixed that. <laughs> See, maybe, okay, your dad and I, we need to do the holidays together. Because I would like that. Like, I've tried over the years to bring in a more healthy, like, side dish or make a healthier dessert or whatever. But oh, for at sure. this point, I'm just like, why do I? Nobody eats it. Why anyway, do I? So why am I bothering? Try. Oh, man. So, yeah. Lainey, I think, uh, now, another thing, um, and... This is, again, akin to uh, the the encouraging my patients to uh, drink more water. So when we talk about <clears throat> drinks, um, one of the first things I'm going to tell someone who is trying to be mindful of their weight um, is stop drinking your sugar. Um, mm-hmm. And one of the biggest culprits for weight gain, um, difficulty losing weight, and just, just generally being less healthy is, is just sugary drinks, whether it is sweet tea, soda, juice, um, and, and those, those calories rack up quickly. Um, and they are very rapidly digested and stored as fat. And additionally, you're not getting any nutritional value. So they're, they're calories that aren't satisfying you at all. So you'll still like be just as hungry, like your body will be craving um, just as many macronutrients, right? Um, but you've, you've put in like several hundred calories worth of sugar. Now, you know, again, we're going to balance that with, so like at my family, you know, I mentioned the Italian traditions. I mean, there, there is not an Italian, you know, uh, Christmas or Thanksgiving dinner without there being some wine, you know, like there's, we're, we're going to have a glass of wine. Um, and, and like, and that's fine. Or, you know, if you want to have, you know, a little bit of eggnog or, you know, whatever. <laughs> I was just thinking, okay, we don't have wine with ours, but at Christmas we have bold custard, okay. which, 
is different than eggnog, but oh my gosh, bold custard. I, don't I think can't, I've ever had I can't that. handle you it. You don't like it. Oh gosh. <laughs> no, it's something from my, my dad's side of the family and he's, he's got to have his bold custard, but like drinking a half a glass of that is probably 500 calories <laughs> in and of itself. <laughs> so yeah, you know, if there's something like that, that you just, um, that's fine. Again, mindfulness, sure. just don't, you know, sit there, you know, before the meal and have three glasses of Coke, you know, as you're sitting waiting, um, and then two more after the meal is done. And you just, just really be mindful, um, of those, those calorie filled drinks. Yeah. A couple other things, you know, I don't know if you grew up like this, but we really didn't. We didn't have to clean our plates or make a happy plate or whatever you want to call it. But I think a lot of people kind of did grow up with that. Um, oh, for sure. And that comes from what our parents learned from their parents who went through the Great Depression, right? Yeah. So if that, like, psychologically is in your head, um, again, it kind of gets back to if something's not really good, you don't have to finish eating it. But, you know, if you realize that you're full and you really don't want to finish everything on your plate – it's okay. It's okay to step back. And and we do want to be mindful of like, you know, how much we put on our plates that we don't end up eating, that we throw away. We certainly don't want to be wasteful. And, you know, we keep in mind, you know, we have sober recognition of the fact that there are a lot of people who won't be able to, you know, have a Thanksgiving meal. And so we don't want to do that, you know, in complete, just total abandon and wasting food. But don't, don't feel that, you know, internal pressure to, oh, I have to clean my plate. Another one, Nikki, I think, Filling your plate with lots of saturated fats, just because the types of food, at least in my family, though it doesn't sound like in your family, um, with all the fish and stuff, but like pretty much all the foods that we have are going to have some kind of saturated fat in them. So whether it's fried, whether there's a cheese, cream, butter, it's a pork product, whatever, um, those those calories are pretty heavy. Uh, that's certain saturated fats, you know, in excess that leads to heart disease and things like that. But if you know, like the foods that I have to choose from and which ones are higher in saturated fat, you know, maybe just being a little bit more aware of those foods and how much you're getting, how many of those things you're putting on your plate. For sure, Lainey. And, you know, I think one thing, uh, and now listen, I'm, I'm all about using some butter and using some cheese and, you know, that is, that is fine. But, you know, there's healthy fats, right? And so you would be surprised, and again, especially with the resources available to us on the internet, how many recipes you can make just as good with a healthier fat, um, a monounsaturated fat, right, rather than, you know, a, a significantly less less healthy saturated fat. I mean, you'd be so surprised how many times you can substitute um olive oil for butter, right? In in yeah. cooking. You really can and and truly will taste just as good. Um I, I mean I use olive oil so much. Um or coconut oil or avocado oil, um, you know, rather than um butter um yeah. or deep frying uh something in vegetable oil um like you mentioned your dad smokes the turkey and your uncle brings a fried turkey so um listen I would hate for your uncle to bring that and no one eat it but at the same time <laughs> you know maybe maybe if, if you have the two options you choose um the healthier version which often yeah. tastes just as good 
Oh, trust me, that fried turkey gets eaten. Although I don't, I don't really care for it, and I just like my dad's smoked turkey. But. Yes. Anyway, that some of the things you're saying kind of leads into the next tip, which we've just got a couple more. But, um, you know, if you say you're going through the dessert line and, you know, there's store-bought cake or store-bought cookies or whatever, like pass those things up and get the good stuff with the real ingredients, you know, that your great aunt has made or whatever. Because um, it's going to taste better. It's got real food, real ingredients in it, as opposed to process things, you know, stuff that you look at the ingredient list, you don't even know how to pronounce. That stuff's just not worth it. So eat eat the good stuff. Oh, absolutely, Lainey. And again, that term mindfulness, I think so often, you know, things like that, you know, I'm like, would cut myself a piece and just, I'm not really thinking until I'm like, oh man, like, I just, I just took a whole huge piece of that and it wasn't even all that good. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and that yeah. that was just a massive amount of, you know, not just calories, but as you mentioned, kind of kind of shady ingredients. Then you're just like, eh. but yeah. Oh, for sure. If if you've got the choice between a good homemade pie or whatever versus the store bought, absolutely go for the homemade. Um, go for the dark chocolate, right? Over maybe the white chocolate. Um, if 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 you um, are okay with either one that dark chocolate um, is going to have um, less bad sugar it, it actually has some antioxidants in it and things that are good for you um, the lighter that chocolate gets the more sugar and the less healthy um, so that's kind of another dessert tip there um, yeah as well that's good um I think too just remembering especially for believers you know uh, Thanksgiving and, and we are commanded to be thankful at all times um, in scripture, but especially we come together at Thanksgiving and, and we spend, I don't know about your family, but we spend some, some time thinking about what we're grateful for, how the Lord has blessed us, worked in our lives. And so as we're, and I mentioned this a little bit before, but as you sit down to being able to go through, you know, this huge line of food that everybody's contributed to, and then you sit down and you enjoy it together, like being thankful for that time as you know, the friends that you're with, your family, whoever it is, but then also for the blessing of just having access to that much food. And if we, if we're mindful, um, like you've said, you know, that may help us to have a sober recognition of the fact that like, I'm not just going to mindlessly gorge myself on all this food, but I'm going to, you know, eat with a recognition of how blessed I am, um, and how grateful I am for the Lord of, you know, giving me access to these foods when so many around the world um, just don't have the same access. Mm, amen, Lainey. And that comes that comes to walking in the spirit, right? When you are are seeking to walk walk by the spirit, and um, you are thoughtfully prayerfully, mindfully considering the things that the Lord has told us to consider um, and to remember um, as you walk with the Spirit, you will be less likely to, um, yeah, just be be sinfully indulgent or wrongfully indulgent, mind, mindlessly indulgent. Um, the Spirit of God yeah, within you empowers you to do good and right things, right? And being mindful of the things that he's told us to be is is such an important part of that. And yeah, I know my, my family as well um, does does the same thing. And, and on that note too, um, my goodness, 
how how wonderful would it be like if if you your family could could even plan to find some way um of helping or serving those less fortunate over the holiday season right whether it's um maybe helping out at a soup kitchen or or packing some shoe boxes for operation christmas child or or whatever it may be um again that that puts you in that that present mind and um just will leave you less and less likely i think to just be doing things that are not as good for us and it may be something as simple as you know inviting um somebody who's single and not going to be with their family or friends you know inviting them over um or a family that's new to the area that you want to share the gospel with like there's a ton of ways to make thanksgiving about more things than just like all these foods that we're gonna um consume and that leads into the last kind of tip here is just you know there is a difference between feasting and gluttony and scripture talks about both there are times where we eat to the lord and we enjoy good food and um, we do so with that mindset of of gratitude um but gluttony you know that's that's when we're getting into this habitual overeating and kind of an obsession with food like is your mindset driven by food and if that's what's characterizing your eating behaviors, your eating habits, and, you know, maybe you do need to check your heart at Thanksgiving, or on the flip side, you know, if you're fearful of Thanksgiving and don't want to go because you think, I'm going to be forced to eat foods that aren't good for me, or I'm not going to be able to exercise as much that day, like, I've I've been there before, um, so that's also kind of the other end of the spectrum to where, you know, you may need to check your heart. If there's an obsession with food or an obsession with, you know, eating the right foods and not eating the wrong foods, you know, just trying to to enjoy eating at the holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, whatever it is, enjoying that time with friends and family um, and thanking God for how he's blessed you um, without it going into those realms of obsession. Absolutely, Lainey. And, um, no, no better time of year, I think, to um, to check our hearts, to be thankful to our God, remember what we're thankful for, and more than anything, as we remember, um, as we move towards Christmas, the gift of um, Him sending His Son and and God taking on human flesh and um, and living in dwelling in our broken and sinful world so that we could be redeemed um, and have a way to be made right with him. And what a, what a blessing to be remember, be able to remember that, especially this holiday season. We're so glad that you joined us and hopefully these little holiday tips and tricks here are things that you can take with you as you move into this special time of year. And we just wish everyone a happy and blessed holiday season.